What if Jantas had no future? How can South America learn from Iceland's experience with gender equality? Let me start by saying really clearly. Well, Iceland has been number one for gender equality for the past 12 years, according to the World Economic Forum. That does not mean that we've got it. It only means that we're not as bad as every other country in the world. Let's look at what we have achieved. We have educational system that is a good one, and regardless of your gender, you can go through a good educational system. And in fact, like in many countries today, there are more women graduating from the universities with a university degree than men. And that's actually becoming another problem. We have the laws and regulation in place, but the government has actually created a space for uh, legally, for regardless of genders, to to grow yourself in. Um, we have parental leave for both as much likely to experience burnout than men. And I can give you more facts, but this is what I want to leave you with exactly now. We have been facing and talking about gender equality, but I think that what we need to start to look at is more of gender equity, that we value people regardless of the genders. So you feel that you are valued as an individual and the work that you do and, and the, the things that you bring to the, to the world is equally valued regardless of what gender you hold. And here's the thing, <clears throat> this work, the outcome of this work just does not happen by an accident. It's just not a chance, it is, an ongoing process. That's what every single person who has been in this, doing this journey and on this journey here in Iceland and all over the world, they know 
this does not happen by accident. So what can South American learn? I actually think it's more important that we start to think of what sort of a world do we want to create and how do you want to co-create it and learn from each other? Because I think we can learn a lot from South America, just as South America can learn from us. Um, we are, just to give you a little bit about me, my name is Runa Magnusdottir. I am born and raised and living in Iceland. I am a No More Boxes leadership coach, and I'm a co-founder of the movement No More Boxes, which is a, both a movement, methodology, and a lifestyle. I'm co-creator of an online transformational game called The Game of Boxes, and I'm an author of two books, Branding Your X Factor, which is all about your personal brand, and I'm co-author of the book The Story of Boxes, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. And currently, I'm writing my third book, what if gentis had no future? Let's go into the real concept here and the problem that we're facing and the, the illusion that we're constantly seeing in our world, the box-based world that we are being forced to live in. Box-based world that is controlling 95% of all of your actions and reactions. And let me tell you what I'm talking about. So you see, before you're born, You've been boxed, yeah, by your race, by your gender, by your by your sexuality, by your um, background, by your religion, by the country, by your family. You are boxed in, and the society has boxed you in, and your family has boxed you in. You have a certain expectations according to where you came from. And here you are, just a little newborn baby. And as you grow up the first seven years in your life, you're learning how to live in this world. And you have, you have your, your brain is full of ideas and creativity and needs and wants and things that you would like to see in the world. And you dream and you, you start to do things that you love to do. You're doing those things that times just things just passes away and you make a decision when you grow up you're going to be an artist you are going to be an artist because that's what you love to do and then you go through school and then you feel oh oh I'm really good at art but I'm not as good in math and you feel that no that is not a good thing I really need to be good at math because if I'm good at math then I can become a doctor and doctor is well paid and that's a really good secure job and I can see in my family that they've told me it is good to get that education as you be a doctor because that in my family we're all doctors more or less so of course I should do that although I do like that idea to become an artist but hey that's not what we do in our family that's not how things are and before you know it when you've ticked all the boxes, you've done everything that you thought you had to do because you're a woman. And one day you just kind of like, oh, oh, you have it all. You have the baby. You have the husband. You have the job. But you're miserable. You're absolutely miserable. And deep down inside you feel you're not exactly doing what you always love to do. You've been following more a matrix that you thought you had to do. And that is causing pain, real, real pain. And the same thing goes for any little boy out there who 
who's born into the world and has these dreams and hopes of things that they want to do. And they go to school and they see this teacher and they think, oh, wow, I'd love to be a teacher. But then they go home from school and they say, mom, I'm, dad, I'm going to be a teacher when I grow up. And you can see on the parent's face, holy moly, that's not a good job. No, no, son. No son of mine is going to be going to that position. You see, in our family, we don't do that. No, in our family, we don't do that at all. And here you are and you look at that and you think, oh my God, when I grow up, I really want to have, I want to be a dad that stays home. I don't want to be a dad that takes care of my children. I don't want to have a dad that is just never, never home. It's always away. I want to be, I want to be a father. I want to be a real father. But hey, no, 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 no. That is not value. Oh no, you're told to man up, put your trousers up then and do your stuff. You're a leader. You're supposed to be there in the business world. And there you are. You ticked all the boxes that you thought you had to do. And it feels awful. You go to work with a mask on, trying, pretending to be someone that you're not. But deep down inside, there is this creator of yours that is so much more. It's just buzzling and wants to do that. And the child that remembers playing with dragons and being able to win and do that, that is still there. But no, you're in a box. A box that it is defined for you. You didn't even define it yourself. It was defined by your ancestors. Hey, it might even have been relevant when your ancestors back in back in last century, like like maybe in the 1800s or maybe before and there you are you're in that fixed but what if what if stereotypical gender roles were no longer controlling your world what if you could just feel safe and free to become who you were born to be less conditioned to be what if every single child would grow up emotionally bonding with both of their parents the parents had both ability and had the space to, to take care of their child, both emotionally and financially, spiritually, 100%. Why are we accepting anything less? What if boys at any age could just wear skirts and dresses and trousers and shirts, just like girls at any age? Why are we accepting anything less? What if you are accepted? To love unconditionally and you're not looked at as being a weirdo because you are you have a different need why are we accepting anything else what if you could be valued for your knowledge your, your skills your experience and willingness to grow less by uh-uh this is how we always done it box and you should stop working at that age well what if your relationship at home with your family are based upon an open conversations that is treated with mutual kindness, trust, and respect, and they're less by unverified, trans stereotypical gender roles. Oh, as a man, I'm not supposed to take this, or as a woman, I have to take this role. How about we start to talk about the things that matter, not how we saw our parents do things, thinking we had to do the same. Well, what if you could actually get the dream job because you're the right and the best person for it, regardless of your gender. What if, big question, the number one reason why you are not there are the boxes that you've been placed into. 
And I want to ask you, just think about it for a moment. Have you been unconsciously playing a game thinking you had to play a certain role because of your gender? Ask yourself, where does that come from? Just like the fleas who learned to jump, not to jump higher. If you ever seen this experiment that was done, there was a, a scientist put fleas in a jar, put a lid on, and fleas started to jump. And they would hit the jar, so they they the top the lid of the jar, so they basically couldn't go out of the uh, out of the lid. So they, then the scientist took the the lid up, and what happened? The fleas didn't jump any higher because now they believed they couldn't. And the same thing goes with you when you believe in the boxes. And without you starting right now today to challenge your box-based mindset, you will continually be unconsciously judging another person the first seven seconds you meet them and putting them into 11 different boxes. And hey, not only you, they are going to be judging you exactly the same way. Well, you don't feel that you are understood. You're going to be living a limited life. Believing that your everything is based upon your preformed thinking, listening and reacting based upon something that once was accepted, but absolutely not in the world that we're heading into with all the changes that the fourth, that the fourth industrial revolution is coming in you will convince yourself a time and a time again if you're going to live in a box and thinking you have to fulfill all these needs and all these things that the stereotypical gender box is putting on you you're never going to be good enough never forget it and you're never going to get the best out of your team anyway you're just going to get a fraction of what your team could actually offer you if you're not giving them space to be more who they are less conditioned to be and I frankly I think that's a human waste it takes you to change the status quo that is just how it is and you need to find the courage to open up the gender box whether that is in your organization in your home in your world whatever you want to be a leader create safe space for to transform the old stereotypical gender box into more flow of humanity and be the leader who is courageously doing the changes, going out there, getting the best out of everyone around you, learning every day, be, you know, every human being has the capacity to change, every single one, yet 60% of leaders, they want to change the organization, not themselves, are you part of that, are you part of those 60% of leaders who are not willing to, well, now you have to change, what I'm seeing in Iceland with the things that we are doing and how we are evolving today is that it's the rise of more conscious business leaders and organizational leaders who are understanding that there is a need for every organization today to start to look differently at our unconscious biases. And they are seeing those conscious and purpose-driven business leaders that they are there's a need for a different type of conversation. And we call it the no more boxes conversations that we, that we have time and space to open up for this unconscious biases that we are all holding in one form or another. If you see that this talk of mine has, and you feel that it's opened something up 
inside of you and you would like to know more about how you can change that, contact me. All the information is over here. I will be honored to answer you back. Bless, bless.